Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. And welcome into the Second City Hockey Podcast one-timers show. It's the show between the shows. I'm your host, Brad Replinger. Coming off of the Chicago Blackhawks and Colorado Avalanche game, wanted to share some thoughts on the performance of one Colin Delia as the Blackhawks hold on to win their third straight game of the December stretch here uh, with a 2-1 to victory in Colorado. This is coming on the heels of back-to-back games playing in Dallas last night, uh, earning a 5-2 victory there. And then uh, Colin Delia, the young goaltender, to all of 24 years of age, getting the start in goal tonight for the Hawks, which was probably a given thing. However, it was an extremely gutsy play by Jeremy Colladin to put uh, to put Delia in the pipes, especially with the top line of Colorado between Miko Rantanen, Nate McKinnon, and Gabriel Landeskog. Man, those guys are insane, and they just announced this on the uh, on the post game recap. Um, watching here, that this is the first game, uh, or the second game rather, of the year where those three have been kept off the score sheet, which is nothing short of incredible. Quite frankly, given the uh, the goaltending issues that the Hawks have had. Uh, not just this season, but going into last year as well. Um, obviously, Corey Crawford being on injured reserve with the concussion. So, Colin Delia getting the start tonight after Cam Ward started last night. And Delia puts up 35 saves. And right out of the gates in this contest, really put the uh, really put the team on his back. Uh, making a couple of clutch saves within the first uh, couple of minutes of the game. And then ultimately the Hawks would go off and uh, and get their first goal of the game. Alex Debrinkit on a great feed from Dominic, Dominic Cahoon. He threads the puck. Um, I don't know if he went between the legs of the defenseman. I don't, I'm not quite sure if he five-holed him, but it was still a pretty sweet pass and a pretty sweet finish, all things considered. Um, and then you had the uh, the Anisimov goal later in the game, uh, cleaning up a Patrick Kane shot, which uh, it's, it's, again, worth noting that Kaner now has points in 30 of 38 games this season. Um, and has earned 43 points over those 30 games where he's earned at least one point. So Kane having himself a year as well, but um, but a really great effort, uh, especially in the first and third periods too. Um, a few things to be concerned about if you're a Hawks fan, especially given the amount of uh, scoring chances that uh, that the Colorado Avalanche had in this contest specifically. Um, <clears throat> I want to say the Avalanche had, I want to say it was 70-something shots um, taken in this game with 36 of them, uh, being on goal, not to mention the, uh, the scoring chances, uh, which I think outweighed the Hawks. I want to say it was 15 to 10 or 15 to nine, something like that. Um, really a, uh, really a kind of a weak performance from the defense. Gustav Forsling looked lost. Um, he actually was the, uh, the reason why the Avs scored, uh, when they did in the second period. Um, here we go. I've got the numbers. So shot attempts, 71 to 41 in favor of the Avalanche. Yeesh. 
Um, total shots on goal, 36 to 28 in favor of the Avalanche. Um, even strength scoring chances was 32 to 15 in favor of the Abs. Um, which uh, which is another piece here that we want to talk about here quickly. Man, the power play for the Abs um, were uh, were held scoreless uh, by Chicago's penalty kill. They went five for five tonight. Um, looking rock solid, uh, limiting some chances, really putting some bodies in the right spaces, especially in the slot there. I know that's a lot where, um, or that's a big area where Nate McKinnon, I know, likes to shoot the puck in between the circles, and uh, and the Hawks were putting guys in there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Eric Gustafson personally and how he's been playing, but uh, but you also got to hand it over to, uh, you know, guys like Connor Murphy, who also had an assist in this game. Um, Gustafson, Dahlstrom playing pretty well as well, coming up into the uh, into Chicago after getting called up from Rockford last week. Um, yeah, really just a great effort all around from the defense, um, and we're starting to see some of the younger guns kind of take more of the prominent role with uh, between Murphy, Gustafson, and Dahlstrom. Um, those guys were uh, were three of the four highest minutes played in this contest with Duncan Keith uh, coming in at 21 minutes as well. But that's Duncan Keith for you and what uh, and what he provides to that defensive core. But really just wanted to uh, really just wanted to do a quick recap of this game and, and talk about the performance of Delia. We got a chance, uh, myself and America's favorite Dave Melton, um, who will be uh, on the podcast uh, next episode here. Um, we got a chance to see him last year in Rockford during the AHL Calder Cup run, um, and Delia really was a big reason why the Hogs uh, from Rockford were able to put together, I think it was an eight-game winning streak or a seven-game winning streak in the playoffs. Um, Rock-solid goaltending, really athletic goaltender as well, does a great job of covering the crease, in, especially in pressure. Um and then uh, rebound management big time, which I know is something that uh, Pat Foley and Eddie Olchek both talked about in the broadcast. But kind of knowing where the defense was uh, setting up, or rather where the opponents were setting up in the defensive zone, um, and moving the puck to certain areas of the ice away from traffic uh, is, is one of the better things that Delia is able to manage during games. And when he's able to do that, you're able to get goaltender wins like we saw tonight at the Pepsi Center in Denver. Uh, sometimes that does mean that you know, you, you allow a lot of rebounds and that ultimately does create more scoring chances for the other team, which we've also seen happen at the AH at the AHL level, excuse me. But really tonight's effort from Delia was nothing short of spectacular and was really what this team needed. Again, this is the first three game winning streak that the Hawks have had this season. They haven't won more than two games consecutively. Um, let alone three straight in uh, in regulation. And it should also be mentioned that these three wins weren't just wins against, you know, like an Ottawa Senators or, you know, Edmonton or something like that. These are three quality wins against three teams in your division. Um, at home against Nashville on Tuesday night, and then these back-to-back wins on the road at Dallas and then on the road at Colorado. So really good hockey coming from the uh, from the boys in red and white. Uh, over the last three games, and now they come back home here to Chicago on Sunday to play against Florida, which should be a pretty interesting game um, for the Hawks. It'll likely be Cam Ward in goal 
Um, although, quite frankly, after watching what happened tonight, I would put Delia in there. And quite frankly, as long as Colin Delia is in the NHL, um, and I'm not sure what the turnaround time looks like for Corey Crawford's injury, but as long as Delia is in the NHL, I would give him as many starts as you can, um, knowing that next season he's going to be the backup goaltender with Cam Ward's contract only serving this season. Um you're not entirely sure what uh, what Corey Crawford's health is going to look like moving forward. It, he should be back to what was 100% for him this season. So it'd be really good to have a, a young goaltender be able to back him up and, and maybe take a little more of the uh, the workload than what we've seen in years past. Um, Dealey at 24 years old, he'll be 25 this year, but, uh, really exactly what the Hawks need coming, uh, you know, coming up into the pipeline here again, kind of the seeing the future of this team and what it's going to be in the, uh, in the years to come. But, uh, just wanted to share some thoughts on a, on a great game from Chicago, man, what a finish. Uh, killing off a penalty there in the last three minutes after Seabrook takes a tripping call. It was a dumb tripping call as well, but that's not here nor there at the moment. But um, able to capitalize on the penalty kill and then ultimately uh, and then go on a power play, even though they didn't score, um, were able to uh, you know seal it off and, and earn a 2-1 to victory at the Pepsi Center. Again, the Chicago Blackhawks defeating the Colorado Avalanche 2 to 1 to win their three consecutive their three consecutive their third consecutive game uh of the uh, of the year and their biggest winning streak so far. So, if we don't talk with you beforehand, everybody have a merry christmas, be safe, travel safe, and uh my co-hosts Brandon Kane and Dave Melton will be back on the show with us in the uh coming up here next week. So, thanks again for listening and go Hawks.